Looks like we all set. All right. All right. We back in this. We back in this again. What's poppin'? What's up? What's up, homie? Hey, man. You sound like you had a long day just like me, bro. Yeah, it's been one of them days. And one of them days. One of them days. One of them days indeed. All right. Let's start it off, homie. This is Nicholas out here. Tired as fuck. And you are? I'm Maurice. I'm barely awake. Right? We, we, we <laughs> struggling. We working. But we here. We surviving. We doing what is. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Yep, yep. We handling. We doing. We 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 still alive. We blessed. How's how's your day been today? How, you was telling me earlier about the madness, but now you can you can express the feelings of this stressful day. No, it's it's just been busy. It hasn't been bad. It's just been busy. Busy, which busy is, with, which the, is, with just work, and that's normal yeah. for this time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess what is everybody's uh, uh everybody's computer shutting down and shit? No, it's when a, this is around the time the company launches new promotions and stuff like this. Um, speaking for like WWE, you know how they build yeah. around WrestleMania, and that's where they make the, most of their money. The company is similar. Okay. So your so so your company is in the Royal Rumble period, uh, getting on the road. <laughs> Pretty much. So uh, yeah, this is this is around that period. So so this is the period where 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 niggas make their bread. Pretty much. Ah, I hear that. Well, hopefully that that results in 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 a nice uh, in a nice extra coming towards a towards a good homie. It, it usually does, but I don't know. Twenty twenty and all this hot mess. We'll, we'll have to see. It's been real funny. Trust me on on our end too, because this would be around the time where we start thinking about bonuses and all that extra stuff but I don't know the way how this this year is flying by it's about to be December and nobody about to see no cheers They're like better not, yeah, better luck next year. All right, so they ain't no ho 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 this time. Even 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 look like Santa might keep his social uh, his social distancing going. Right, you see Santa rolling around with a mask, like yo. Facts. He deliveries. He like, yeah, I might have to skip. Just like how everything else looks like it's about to skip this year. How how Thanksgiving about to look extra weird. How they not putting on a certain Charlie Brown stuff. Yeah, I I, I saw that and I, my sister sent me that. I'm like, wow. I don't even understand that. How how, how are they I'm not? Like, why? Playing? Wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it be the time that they start playing videos now more than ever? They would right. definitely be able to watch it. So I don't you, understand. You, you would think this year of all years would be the time that you would have that on. They was like, "Yo, wait, let, let, let let's let's pick another way how we can fuck with people who who's down with tradition. We're gonna make sure this year is a washout." Just get rid of Charlie Brown, too. Like, what? Pretty much. And I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Like, man, we don't got enough stuff stripped away this year. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I like, like, even the, um, even the Thanksgiving parade that's going on. At first, they said it was going to be virtual. I heard that they canceled the whole thing in, entirely, which I don't understand. So are they not going to do anything for real this year about nothing with the parade? Like, damn, they just going to kill this whole year. This whole year's a dub at this point. <laughs> Man, no cons. No cons. No parades. No fun. No justice. No glory. Like damn, son. It was. It's. It's not until. Not until something go popping off that that you got to take things into your own hands. And pretty much, if you want to do anything around this year at this point, pretty much, it's crazy. It's weird. Normal stuff is a dub. Yeah, man. Uh, today for today for me in general, work 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 hasn't been as stressful. Like I got a I got a coworker that's out currently, and he's on vacation uh, uh enjoying himself.
itself. But I, I'm happy to report at least that work hasn't been as nuts as it's been in a while. Like I've had a few people come back to work, not not along the lines as um as the way we've had it, because the coworkers that I have, the five people that's still holding it down since March is still like we still nuts and and shit has been the same for a long while. But um but for some reason uh, uh they brought back a, a couple few people that's not in our department, but we just still happy to see them. So it is what it is. But it's it's still crazy over there, but uh, a little less crazy as of late. Yeah, any help is appreciated. <laughs> Trust me, any days like when you can't when you have people on vacation and you all hands on deck, you kind of appreciate when things are actually pretty slow. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah, man, it's just, just it is what it is, and you're just trying to calm down. Beside that, um, uh, after work, uh, just freed up the laundry, uh, went into the gym. Uh, I was waiting. Uh, Planet Fitness uh, is doing the the 25% uh, capacity, so okay. Uh, so so they got the the long line of people waiting outside and stuff like that. And I got there around 5:40, and I didn't get in until about 6:20. I was wondering about how that was going to work. Yeah, man, they got the they got the 25% capacity, so it's it's built off like like a few like they got the the machine separated and they got people cleaning and they double check on the on the mask. Everybody's masked up and stuff like that. But it's just um it's just now with the 25% capacity, you wait until people are leaving and then they just usher in people one by one. But that creates a big line outside and then you're kind of waiting for a while to get in. And that just kind of shortens that that that's the real test on if you want to work out or not. And it might shut down your time in general or whatever you're working on or whatever you want to work on in general. And um I, while I was in the line, I decided to read up on um on the new chapters of uh Dragon Ball Super and Boruto and all that shit. Well, speaking of that, how is working out with the mask? Cause no, it's it's not as it's not that bad. I need to get more uh workout mask in general. I seen that the Rock put up um that his deal with um with Under Armour. He got a new Rock mask, but it's like it's specific to a T, and the way how they have it uh set up um to work out in general is pretty cool. Um, his, his I want to buy, but I, I just need to measure my face apparently because his his go specific. They got like in small size, medium size, large large size. I don't even know what the hell size I am in mask. No, that, that's a good point because uh, masks are annoying for me. Yeah, I just I just pick up masks when 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 I get masks. But if they want to be specific, because his mask is like thirty dollars a pop, so if yeah. it's, and they they good for the workouts and whatnot. So so that that's that's what I that's what I'm interested in. So I'll, I'll see about uh, copping one of them later. But um, yeah, but masks, is, hmm? yeah, but, masks are funny because yeah. I, I have to when I get masks. If I wear no mask, it'll ride up to my eyeballs. Oh yeah. And I don't wear glasses, so it's annoying. Trust me. Listen, I know the. You got the, the fog. I know I the. Got- <laughs> I know the worst capacity of it because sometimes I'm practicing driving and I got to wear my glasses and then I got to wear the mask. And that's, that's, that's fear on 300 because when you breathe, that shit goes straight into your, into your glasses and, and you get like blinded halfway. And I'd be like, I'd be dead stressing. Oh, bad. Yeah. That shit, that should be, that should be real bad. That's wild. Yeah. And then, um, so working out with the, with the mask in general is, is pretty fine before, before COVID in general, there was uh, some people out here working with uh, specific 
kind of mask for breathing just in general. So at least those just came into um, fruition. And then you got uh, everybody inside wearing masks and people double checking and whatnot. So they're just making sure everything is together and, you know, everybody's trying to be as safe as possible and doing what they can and while they're still trying to get their workouts in. Okay. Yeah. So they they doing what they're doing. So kudos to whatever they're trying. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be a complainer about it. All right. So, um, so on the topic of I was bringing this to I was I was bringing it to your attention earlier uh, because I had after after I went to the gym I, I went back to um, I went back to my uh, brother-in-law's house uh, just to check up on the kids but um, he's now been working on a new business uh, for himself that has something to do with um, with natural juices and sea mosses and and all that uh, being put together and he's trying to sell it out he's trying to start his business from the ground up and whatnot but uh that that brought up um an interesting concept in my head which was uh businesses being created during this pandemic and and uh and taking the best of your ability and and really seeing the time to really adapt to certain situations so what do you think about um just uh starting your own business and how this pandemic has really opened people's eyes towards just wanting to do this uh, whether it be through job loss or just the time that they have or just things in general for a good couple of people i think depend for in regards to the pandemic i think it's just probably been out of necessity Mm -hmm. the people that have had that mindset have already probably had a side hustle as it was oh yeah yeah so that's why i thought that the pandemic probably just pushed certain people who normally wouldn't into doing into saying hey if i'm if i have to do something and right now i i need some bread i might as well pursue something i've been interested you know what's something I've been passionate about. What do I have to lose? Yeah, no, I I agree with that situation, especially if people have been on furlough or people are giving uh, assistance and stuff like that. So they have their downtime and they uh, put their ideas together that they wanted to start and they started, they start working at it. I mean, in the, in the example of uh, my brother-in-law, he's been, uh, he's been working with, uh, he's been working in his kitchen for like a long while. He's a, he's a, um, he's a skilled foodie and he's been working on that for so long that it's like these natural juices and stuff have been something that he's been working on for a while now. And then he's had these other, odd jobs that he'd been working on for a while but the pandemic in general had pushed towards it because I mean, he didn't. He didn't necessarily. I mean, it, it's it's works and it's work in general. And you really don't like the feel of of some jobs sometimes, and things be a hassle, and people look down on you, and you have bosses that'll you know annoy the hell out of you, or situations that'll bug you until the point of like stuff like a pandemic or any kind of situation opens up the opportunity for you to think uh, ahead. Yeah, the pandemic has basically um, caused people to actually look at stuff that they've been putting off and stuff they really haven't had time to do because otherwise they would be at work and they'd be doing their normal day-to-day stuff. So yeah. now you're in quarantine, you've been stuck in the house, mm-hmm. now you've really just been looking, oh man, look, I said I was going to do this and I've just exactly. never gotten around to doing it or I was going to look into this but I never had time. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? I'm here. I can't go nowhere. Everything's shut down. Yeah. Got time it's now. Like, it's like, why why not take this time and this opportunity to really do something? I mean, yeah. some people would take it 
motivated and and uh, go towards downtime and and get that rest that they've never had. And some people will take the better exactly. opportunity to 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 really hone in on an opportunity that could get them even better than they were before. Great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's all it's all for the best of how how you want to take your life and and some people just don't do well under under other people until they're their own bosses and doing their own thing. That that makes them happier. And honestly, looking at my brother-in-law, even though it's a lot of stuff to to work on, you know, single-handedly with your business, especially when you don't have like other employees or stuff, like right off the bat, you you get to have a sense of ownership and stuff. So, well, as long as it's something you're passionate about, my theory, my my train of thought has been: if you're passionate about it, and if you can make money off of it, why not? Yeah, nah, truly. Why? I mean, why not? Because you're getting these opportunities to to really hone in on any kind of skill that you're thinking about. So I say, kudos to everybody that's trying. Yeah, especially in the current situation. Yeah, like like we said the last, or like we said on the last podcast. I mean, blessings to everybody still trying during these times, and is it's hard to to do X, Y, and Z. But hey, if you come up with a whole new strategy that'll make maybe twenty twenty one even better than than twenty nineteen or even prior, and just living. Your life even better hey why not yeah definitely that yeah. yeah that's if that's one lesson we've learned this year it's don't put off what you can do now yeah pretty much yeah everybody's trying out doing their opportunity and just working on being their better selves if they're not on downtime like i said give it a shot can't get no worse than what it already is actually because pandemic makes it feels like the world's ending right like, you can't get no worse than it is right now in, ter- in terms of that like you might as well go and tr- right. what, do you, what mean, do you have what do you have to lose at this point exactly since 2020 wants to snatch up every damn take, thing. It's taking away every, like you said, it's taking away everything anyway. Shit, like why, why, why the heck not? But all right. So, anyways, mo- moving forward, uh, we have what? we have now a first time uh, draft here on our podcast. We're trying to talk about a little Power Ranger stuff, so it's time to move into our segment of the day, Black Morpher Podcast. Down with BMP. We about to chat on some Ranger talk. You ready to have some Ranger talk? Yes, yes. The Black Morpher is here. Segment one. Ranger up. Ranger up. Mastodon out here. So we starting out on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode one. So we going going right from the jump. All right. Yep. So I got some notes here that I'm going to talk about off the first episode of Power Rangers. We got got the Mighty Morphin Classic and uh, this is a 20-minute episode and out of that I have a bunch of notes thinking of all the things that just ran through my head during this episode that I, I just came I just came in here with uh with honestly a fresh mindset of somebody who probably never seen Power Rangers and just just thought of things just just like you're just watching stuff and you're reacting to them. I want to preface that with we are talking about the original 1993 episode one not that oh, yes. trash 2010 revision that they did oh no, the no, no, no 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 it kicks. We not talking about I, that. I don't even know what the hell that whatever the whatever they reboot and classic. It, it and was whatever. a disgrace. Yeah, I don't I don't know what what fixture that was. So so um so as I was so, saying, yeah, shame on whoever made that 2010 revision. Shame on them. Definitely. So I talked on the classic tune. Um, first episode shows you the whole story before you start. Uh, with the opening. Um, Let's talk about the opening. Yeah. So the opening. 
Um, the opening comes through with the classic tune that uh, breaks everything down. Um, like I was sa- I was saying this a little bit before. Um, uh, it shows you the whole story before you start. So I don't know if um, if the uh, opening was always there. Like with the first episode, did it play the the theme song? Because you know how some shows will will at least uh, play the theme for the second episode, but not the first episode, so they don't give you the layout. But I so for Power Rangers, yes, it was there. And there's a couple of things here that I took note of: Rita and Zordon's one of their most iconic lines, and is and is that is in the beginning of every intro for Mighty Morphin. Are never said in episode one when they have the intro and they have Rita popping out the dumpster saying, "I after ten thousand years, I'm free." She never says that during the episode. So when I watched when I rewatched the episode, I was like, "Wow." Uh, I have a couple of. I have a couple of notes on the actual thing itself because I always thought it was funny that they came out of a dumpster um, because it's like, what are they trying to say about Rita and the rest of the gang? Like, like coming into it, like you don't know the backstory of how Rita ended up in this, how Zordon ended up in the tube, but a dumpster off the bat, you would say, would say these are trash low villains. So I, I kind of feel like on the concept of, of the dumpster in general and the way you find Rita, these are trash people. All right. So going back, yeah, that's crazy in regards to that. I was watching the beginning of the episode. How, mm-hmm. did, how did these astronauts know that this was a space dumpster? Yo, I was saying the same thing. When they went off the planet and they went there and they started messing with dumpsters and shit, I was like, Y'all like you just uh, you literally said it's a space dumpster. And then you open said dumpster. Like, it's all good. Like, I would have thought, like, I would have thought somebody out here bugging, like, what was, was, was good? How, how they just, wait. And another thing is, whatever happened to those astronauts? We don't know. They 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 would never heard from again. Don't that's know what so, we did. That is so weird of a concept, though. It's like these two people found them. You'd think they would be important to the legacy or something like that. Because, like, why the hell were they there? It get, it gets weird. Like I said, the, the way that the show starts off is just so funny. So yeah, I'm going back to the intro when Zordon is instructing Alpha to get some teenagers with attitude. It was so I, specific. I'm waiting for the show to say that he never says that. So it I'm was so. What he said was so weirdly specific with the with the yeah. emotionally uh that teenagers and I was like, that shit was mad weird, dog. Why I'm is like, that, that so sad to begin it? It really wasn't, but it's just so weird how specific that shit was. It was like, bro, this is this is highly detailed. I don't I don't understand why you need these teenagers so bad. Exactly. I'm like, I told you when we talked when we talked, talk, I told you Zordon was about that child labor. Yeah, he was because that was a bit too specific what he needed and, and all that other shit. So uh breaking it down um towards the episode, we got the Angel Grove radio jingle that uh happened in the beginning of the episode. That shit sounded like a bop. Uh we got <laughs> We got main characters testing out their skills at first take. So we're where um, in the martial arts jo- dojo, everybody uh, doing. I think it was important. I think uh, I, I do like the fact that they did uh, spend some time showing these guys uh, that they were like they were actual friends beforehand, because I've watched uh, other series that uh, try and uh, put a team together full of people that are that are shitty friends. And Look at that you wild force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, 
Well, uh, well, I'm looking at at some of the Ranger teams, but I'm also thinking of I don't know if you ever watched the um because sometimes me and and Kenya watch this for cringy bits, but uh, tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills to try to be like Power Rangers. I remember watching that show. I have not watched that in a listen, listen, very they have long like, time. They have like forty episodes up on YouTube of of this of this show that you didn't even understand how it got forty episodes in one season but these people are terrible to each other they're a team but their friendship is not there and man it makes a difference yeah it does wow i have to go rewatch that but yeah going back to the rangers themselves i like the way they introduced each character yep i have a theory on jason and broken skull okay all right i'd love to hear the theory what's your theory okay what i think going to the first episode i think jason was a bully in his youth oh he did he definitely he, he definitely feels reformed. Yeah, and I feel that's one of the reasons why he gravi- he gravitated towards Bogusco in terms of letting them in the class. Yeah, he feels like he can reform them for the <laughs> He can relate to them. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can see that theory. I can see that. He he, he he's he seems like he found inner peace after a while. Mm-hmm. All right, I respect that. Uh, also, I, I also pointed out in my notes, uh, Rita forces finding a moon base real quick after coming out that planet dumpster. So, like, what planet were they on exactly? I was. I always assumed they were on the moon. That's, I'm like, so because it didn't look like where, wherever they took them off in the in that dumpster, and they opened that up. To me, that looked kind of different than the moon base that they were on. See, now the only thing is, I don't know what the moon looks like in the in the daytime. That's what I'm saying. So That's I don't. What I, don't, don't so I, I don't know what the moon looks like in the daytime. So, but I always assumed that they found a dumpster on the moon because every other scene that we'd see Rita on in the moon base, it would be dark. So where the hell was that dumpster for it to be light? Because never in... I don't remember anything uh, later on coming that... Well, if you think about how the moon is set up, I guess it's possible that there is a dark side of a moon that's, per- that's permanently dark. I'm not the biggest astronomy person, so I can't speak to that with great confidence. I, I-, I understand that there'll be a dark side of the moon, like, more specific, but I just- I'm just curious about that one part that the astronauts found them in the dumpster, that it could be bright time, because it was never bright time again. So my my assumption was always that the the the, the castle mm-hmm. is in a different part of the moon. I don't know yeah, where okay. the dumpster was. Okay, because but her dumpster <laughs> and the castle they were in two separate places. Okay, that that makes more sense. But it looks like uh because when they came out of the dumpster, I guess that they, they grabbed the dumpster uh, later on in the series. But it's like I'm curious. So uh, where were where was that dumpster in the in the in like where the moon location is? So the moon base is is one place on the dark side but then where the hell was that dumpster what, what oh. where was the light side of the moon well thinking about Rita I guess she could have just cast a spell that too that too she she, she is a whole, whole planet dark. she's a whole powerful witch so yeah so I, I mean, guess she could have did that too yeah so all right uh all right moving forward on my notes uh, Billy quick to uh, about to give in, but he memorizes fundamentals. So he showed off his prowess, and uh, uh, he he was already the person that was not with all the karate, physical exercise and stuff. But he he showed his worth memorizing them fund them fundamentals though, and and knew you know how to speak to the class and whatnot. So so uh, Jason was definitely making sure that he ain't give up. He was. I, it looked like um, it looked like to Jason, Billy was his uh, big redemption for him. Like he could help this 
this this nerdy kid really defend himself. He was also his friend, but he was also probably a guiding light for him. Yeah, like I said, Jason is definitely on his little redemption story, even if it's yeah. low key. Yeah, because he probably thought back in his back in his bully day, he would have really attacked Billy. Uh, yep. And so, all right, so yeah, they started to flesh out the character just to give them a little bit of identity because it's the only episode yeah, one. Definitely. Which, which I mean, which for an episode one, you got to give kudos to not only them being a good lot of friends and defending each other, especially like that bulk and skull thing when uh, they tried to talk to Kimberly and, Kimberly and uh, Trini Gene, right yeah. off the bat. Like when Zach came up to defend them and then they were like, we don't need any defending. And then bulk and skull tried to attack them. Right off the bat, they they showed off that these these ladies ain't nothing to mess with, especially down like in the 90s down. Bulk and skull, jokes from the jump. Oh yeah, jokes from the jump, but also tried to assault women. <laughs> they stink things for there and they got exactly what was coming to them. Oh yeah, they 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 pulled off uh, real heelish tactics, but right off the bat, they showed you that these people is oh, yeah. warriors. You can tell for the jump, they were already outmatched as it was. I was like, oh, okay, this, oh, yeah, this ain't yeah, gonna yeah. go well. This ain't gonna go well for them. <laughs> well, speaking of well, speaking of outmatched in general, that that whole uh, part with the uh, with them practicing with Jason straight up, because um, because both wanted to learn uh, how to get physical and stuff like that, and he showed them the round kick. Now, what brought <laughs> out memories out of me back in when I was in karate was the moment Jason did the tornado kick. When he did the tornado kick, that shit brought it back because I know every time I was in karate, I used to finesse it with the tornado kick. Like that <laughs> shit, that shit used to twist your waist up. But like, yo, when you hit a good tornado kick, man, that shit always shocks somebody. Nice, yeah, man. That shit, that shit will, that shit will mess up your your, your waist if you if you do a twist too far. But hey, man, shit always look nice. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, next next note I have is uh somebody ordered spinach juice. Who the hell? Who you think in that group ordered? Because Ernie came over with spinach juice, and I was like, yo, somebody drinking spinach juice like Popeye the Sailor Man? If I had to guess, probably Jason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he'd be the... Well, yeah, yeah. Out of all of them, who would you consider being the most health conscious. I mean, I could say Jason. Another one would probably be Kim Kimberly. because he yeah. is yeah, a gymnast, but uh, ideally, just 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 the concept of spinach juice in my head is like, spinach juice? Really? I'm thinking spinach juice or both. Kimberly would probably order something like a mango juice or something like that. Alright. Uh, next note I have is, um, an earthquake happens and Zordon and Alpha just there and they snatching up kids. Alright, before we jump into there, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I got some notes on Zach. Go Kid, kid me, love the idea of Zach. Love seeing someone yep. that looked like me. Yep. Adult me, who let Zach on TV with that lineup? Oh, come on. We've been talking about this for a hot minute, but I don't <laughs> know. If they, they, they half knew, they half acted like they knew what black hair was, and then they half didn't because they gave my son the fresh uh, full up, and then at the same time, they would mess up his hairline. Like, I don't I don't get what, what, what we working at here. If I'm a barber and I'm watching this with my kid... Oh, I'm shutting it off. I'm like, no! Like, I'm, call, I'm calling the studio... Listen, you need somebody? Listen, I, I, I'll roll through. That's why you know that there was no black people in the back fixing him up because I don't understand. Like, like they saw that and it was like, yeah, this is this is best for TV representation. Like, what's what's going on, man? And if there was shame, shame big time. Uh, or maybe they was like, you know what? We don't even get these spots, so we just gonna work with what we work. They gave my man a fresh cut though. They really could have. For the culture. They truly could have for the culture, but I don't know. They they acting up and whatnot. 
But you got any more notes on Zach? No, that's all I got for Zach for now, anyway. Okay, all right. So we kick back into the earthquake that happened, and Zordon and Alpha just there snatching up kids being mass specific. Yeah, just random kids. It was like Zordon told him to, to pick these five. It was like, yeah, I, 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 said... I can play Russian roulette and just press the button and just say, give me Oh, crap. And, 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 well, I don't know how this machine picked out out of random any kids. Like, it's mad funny that they were all together at the time that they snatched them up because they could have snatched them up for like different yeah. parts of the, the world but it was just all together kind of like one of them shits that uh people post up in the memes like the the willy wonka memes how um how they sent five golden tickets around the world and all it went was to all white kids yep like that's some straight bullshit just like that yep but so, uh but I, I noted that i still can't get over zordon's very specific in acting of the um of the overbearing and emotional teenagers yeah he really went in i'm like oh this, this is a slight this is a slight sub i was like oh Oh, you feel in some type of way? I'll float your head. Like, Alpha was big stressing. Uh-huh. Shit. All right. Uh, oh, did you notice in the video feed when they when they pulled um when they pulled everybody to the command center and they showed who Rita was? One of the one of the parts in the in the video that I that I seen was did you see that Rita was riding a bike like the Wicked Witch? I didn't peep that, but not in this episode anyway. But they've shown Rita on that bike a couple times. I thought it was just hella funny, just in general, because I was like, All right, I don't remember them just flat out taking a scene from the Wizard of Oz and just having Rita redo that because that just seemed mad funny. Yeah, it's not the yeah she pops on that bike in a few episodes, but yeah, so it's there. I mean, thinking of it in general, Rita is the Wicked Witch with her flying monkey demon. It's just yeah. Goldar is the ultimate f- like, like imagine if the Wicked Witch and Wizard and uh, um in the Wizard of Oz, I feel like uh Goldar could could have put in work against the the um the team of Dorothy, Tin Man, the Cowardly Lion, and the Scarecrow. Yeah, but they made Goldar look strong, so um, you know, I'm okay for for intro for Goldar. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's what I was gonna pick up on later because Goldar yeah. was smacking when he when he went into that. Mega Zora fight, yo. The movements, I I, I gotta give credit because them niggas was moving fast as hell. I love Megazord fights that when the Megazord moves, they don't feel robotic. Like homie be swinging, and whoever's fighting them is swinging back. Goldar was moving crazy. So at this point, right, Zora mm-hmm. has them in the command center. Yep, he he's explaining them what's what. Bro, I said the expo- the explanation and the exposition in three seconds flat. They are talking a mile a minute. They're explaining all this, and yo, you just got snatched up by aliens and a and a robot. This is the 90s. You being sent into a command center. You talking about like witches and demons and all these monsters hitting the earth and everybody explaining this shit in three minutes. You trying to understand this concept. How the hell would you feel about this? Just like Zach. Zach was like, Zach was like nah, we out. Dead ass. Zach was, Zach was obviously <laughs> Zach black was like, no. one here. Nah, listen, you talking about this robot and this floating head talking about space aliens coming to mash us up and you want us to do what? Nah, we not with this. Facts, but, but but I also noted that Zordon was like Zordon. Zordon acted like it was a it was a foregone conclusion. Zordon was like, "Okay, you can say no for now, but I know you niggas gonna come back." That's pretty much what it was. Zordon was like, "You know what? I I I gave I gave out the coins. The rest is up to y'all." That I, yo, he gave them everything. They ain't say yes. They ain't say no. They ain't say nothing. He, he just was like, "All right, so y'all got the power. Go ahead, move." Yeah, he's like, "Here, y'all just hold y'all y'all hold this." He said, "Move my weight." 
Put, no. He said, he said, y'all seen this flow for the first time? That's exactly what it was. He's like, yeah, take that. Facts. He did like he didn't give you a second to say, I'm gonna change my life around or nothing. Like, no, nah, you bought this order on life now. You got the coin. I ain't taking it back. You stuck. Like when I need you, best believe I'm calling, and I don't care what you doing. What's crazy is like at that point when they left, Rita wanted to smoke. She was like, I right, bet. Oh, facts. Like right off the bat, she was like, oh, oh okay. So I see Zordon got got peoples out here. So it's time to send out them putties. Yeah, and boy, did they yep. get washed by these putties. Can we talk about? All right, first of all, when when the first thing they pulled out the putty and and they put them in the machine. Now we gonna talk about how the putties look like Dookie before they squish them. <laughs> Because they pulled out that roll, like, fish to pull out that roll before the putty that they was in clay, and they look like hard stools. Like, I was like, yo, why that shit look like dookie, man? Well, they made a clay, and, yo, he threw them in that machine. That machine must be, whew, because that machine be, that machine be doing the most. Yeah, that machine put, like, fixtured them out and gave them, gave them detail and perspective and all that shit, because, man, this, man, where they ever started out looking like shit, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, so again, into the work. You remember the infamous uh, Zach dance combo? Yes, I did. Yes, I mm-hmm. do. I completely forgot that was part of the first episode. Zach going with his hip-hop keto. Oh, man. Billy taking off his glasses before he fight. Yo, he's thinking Yo he's that was... He's away real yeah, quick. Can we... <laughs> Can we talk about them giving him some space though? Like they could have snuffed him while he was doing that, but they but that one putty in the corner was confused as hell. He was like, "Hmm, what's he doing? Taking off his glasses now?" And then they started to they started to do these they 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 started to show him a little mercy. They was grabbing him up and shit, but they was giving him uh like foregone space and conclusion to move. Yeah, they was like, "Listen, we're not gonna break the glasses." All right. Facts. They was like, "All right, I don't know who you is. I don't even know what glasses are. I was just created in a lab five minutes ago, but you look like you need some help, brother." Yeah. Like the, the the witch lady told me to smack y'all up, so yeah, it's, it's like it's like I got money for you, bro. I don't usually beat niggas up with glasses, but I was born five minutes ago, and I gotta get this work. Yeah, and she can knows. we talk about the? Can we also talk about the throws in the corner though? Like the way how they was chucking them all together in that one corner. That shit was mad funny because that was hella dramatic. Yeah, no, they they just they was washing them, and after a while, they, they all got tired of being washed. They was like, you know what? All right, y'all, the floating head told us we, th- these things do something. I'll tie these putties. Let's see what's up. Corner, like, like they, like at one point, I remember they spun somebody, and it was the slowest spin I ever seen just to land in that one corner. I'm trying to figure out if that was Jason, because I know he got thrown last. Yeah, I think it was, because I was thinking, I was thinking in my head first, Kimberly, and it could be Kimberly, but it was just mad funny how they just spun him off like a, like a dreidel, and he just landed in that corner. And I was like, oh, y'all is so dramatic putting it in. And then we oh, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, okay, I was gonna talk about the the also famous. Um, every time they hit the putties, you hear the mean construction sound. <laughs> I love that sound. Yo, that clink, 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 making these niggas sound hard as steel. Yep, I love, I love that sound. That sound is iconic. I put it in that Frack. video I did with the Undertaker because that is Frack. iconic. <laughs> No D, brick by brick, board by board, construction worker all around, everything all in one when you fucking with the buddies. Yes. I'm glad yeah. they, I'm glad that sound was was always retained. Facts. They tweaked it up a little bit, but the sound was always there. So when you hit them, you you cannot be watching. And if you heard it, heard you know it. you know you knew what it was. Oh yeah. Once you hear the construction noises going down, you know somebody getting slapped. All right, you got any more notes about that scene with the buddies? Oh no, at, at that point we get the big transform. All right, so yeah, I was about to say, uh they did they do the big transform and, and they get at it. Um I wanted to point out that um they stance 
places before calling the Zords are funny and they high jump ability to land in the Zords is flight level mm-hmm. because like nobody ever explained that they got they high jump is ridiculous for them to land off the head of a giant ass Megazord well I assume they got some kind of superpowers I get that but I feel like can you imagine if like during their their actual fights they get that high flying up that would be good day yeah I don't know why they not did but... yeah I feel like I feel like especially if they was ever getting the ass whooped if they can jump that high like I feel like they would be making meters like when like whenever you see a Hulk movie and he jumps 30 meters in the sky I feel like the Power Rangers could have done the same thing like if they ever get in the ass kick just jump yeah we've, we've seen them jump to buildings before and stuff like that so I, they do but they never use it for attacks yeah that's what I'm saying I mean imagine a dynamic entry ass kick from like up in the sky but I guess that might go back to Zordon telling them not to be the aggressor. Yeah, but I feel like even if you got a, a scrap with a monster, like even a, a technique like a solar flare, they could have jumped into the sky, blinded the monster with the sun, and then come down with a dynamic entry ass kick and just cut them through. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, they get high, but they never go skyscraper high. Yeah, exactly. We and and we know they have the ability, so it's just they they playing around. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of them weird things that's just never explained. Yeah. Also, um, I did like the concept of them having the natural feel input from their helmets to control the Zords. So, like, they, they discussed when they were first in the Zords and they were combining the Zords together that they were talking about how uh, how it felt natural and how I, I just took it and assumed that when they turned into Rangers, just, like, I feel like it was the best way for them to control the Zords. I always figured from that probably came from morphing that they got that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, so I figured that was just part of the process. Yeah, I just thought it was it was transmitted easily into their head just, just that way. So uh let's talk about the Megazord. Yep. So we know the Megazord has two modes. Yes, which in this episode is one of them specifics because it showed off the gun mode first, and we rarely ever spend time in gun mode. Yeah, we're we're rarely it's we're, they're there, but it's usually just to get to the point to transform into yeah, exactly. battle mode. We just, so they, we just they, always, they may shoot the guns, but they rarely yeah, shoot the lasers. But they barely ever like super super uh focus on it and it's like it's like when they act like it's a rare sight to be seen when they actually use the gun mode so it's very interesting when they actually spend like longer than two minutes on it mm-hmm. so when they go to battle mode yes here's something where does the mastodon head go people have been asking this for a long time and honestly i would like to know the same where the I hell know does the- later on they use it as a shield but where is it when it's going into battle mode? Because, <laughs> like, you see them in tank mode. You see the Masters on Head is right there. And then when Homeboy stand up, it's gone. We see the ter- we see the Pterodactyl coming in to make the front plate. So that's explained. But the Masters on Head is, like, nowhere to be found. Maybe it's, maybe it's just uh, backpack style. So that shit just goes uh, straight inside. So, oh, so yeah, that's just, like, that, that shit just hidden for, for yeah. that shit just hidden for a later use. Yeah, because I'm, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, the Masters Head was in the front of tank mode. Mm-hmm. Before the pterodactyl comes on, the whole chest plate comes down and the head comes yeah, out. Yeah. So I'm like, where, where did it go? And they they pulling out that <laughs> because they sentai and they half animated, they pull out that that uh, pocket of wonder. So that <laughs> that that mastodon then disappeared in the anime space for a while. They disappeared into the void until it's needed. So right. So now we in the Megazord and, and we scrap it with giant Goldar. Yup, and Goldar came to whip that ass. 
Goldar put on quite a showing. First of all, I said the Zord fight was fast as fuck, and Goldar dropped a a, a drop kick like um like he was Randy Orton. <laughs> that, that 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 drop kick was pinpoint precision. Randy Orton twenty uh two thousand uh two thousand two. They made Goldar look like a legit threat. Oh yes, he he came through swinging and beating that ass. And the only part of the episode which I understand why they did it, but at the same time that shit always makes me laugh. Is towards the end. Of the, uh, that damn fight when the Megazord done pulled out the sword and go yes, with like, the little right, tiny hands. Yo, he was like, Y'all niggas is wildin'. He, he was like, I, 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 I didn't know y'all niggas was gonna pull the swords out on, on a sword boy, so I, I catch y'all later. I crack up every time that that particular scene happens because you know the Megazord has these big robotic hands. Yeah, when he grabs the sword, they are these little silver fingers. It really is. It's, it's them and, tiny and, hands, and I crack up every time I see it. It's the, it's the, it's them tiny hands. And then they, they go just... back to the big freeze when you got the sword. I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's a detail thing that they just want to be mad specific up on them little tiny fingers. And, right. then, and then he grabbed the right. sword. And then I don't know. It spooked off Goldar. You can tell us a regular ass because it's a regular hand. And then, oh, yeah. then you go back to the big mega sword. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, the way how they was moving so fast, I know they didn't have robotics move that fast in the 90s. So I'm not I'm not surprised that there's is is some homie up in there with his with his little ass fingers working that megazord. Yeah, so whenever I see that, I just chuckle. Oh man. Oh yeah, definitely. Imagine, imagine how Power Rangers would be in the style of Jim Henson's like puppets, like how how Megazord fights would work out if they were like moving like uh like those classic style um big ass freaky uh animatronic looking ass puppets from Jim Henson. Oh, that would be weird. Yeah, I wonder how how those fights would go. That would be weird. The explosions would be weird. Oh yeah. I, I mean, there's an anime off uh off uh people who do like. Like fantastic fights with with puppets and and it's animated pretty well but that's it. like thinking about how fast they would move in maybe like the 90s would be interesting to think about yep and then so after, after Goldar got a little smacked up a little bit he's like yep. oh y'all got a sword too like deuces yep. he said he said I don't want no smoke y'all said power sword and y'all use y'all tiny hands to pull that shit out of the yep. out of the ground yeah, like y'all like, oh he's like oh nah this 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 ain't what I'm here for he said he said I don't know uh you can take got the putties but like i ain't trying to die on day one so i'm gonna catch y'all later he's like i'll be back he said even though i was whipping your ass for a hot minute you guys pulled out some okie doke shit and i'll be back later definitely like yep he was like all right all righty now that's enough of this yeah like rita yeah, coming cool. back to the booth yep 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 and rita rita with her iconic headaches that was funny did she say that episode one because i don't remember it nah yeah at the after goldar came back uh she said she said it so quick and then i I guess it was a running joke after this. But after Goldar came back, she was like, Oh, you loser, you done you you lost to the powers, you should have gotten rid of them. And she and like in a passing fleeting moment, real quick, she's like, Ah, I got a headache. Okay. So from that point on, it was that running joke that, that she had a, a hefty headache and whatnot. But um my last note is when they got back to the command center and and uh Zordon was giving them the new rules and everything to follow. And I just said that shit was type stressful on top of all they went through. Fighting Megazords, fighting these clay, uh, fighting in the Megazords, fighting these clay men, 
man fighting a golden monster monkey that turned giant that was throwing like haymakers at y'all earthquake in the city y'all stressing about y'all teenage lives y'all meet these aliens and then now they're giving you all these kinds of rules like what the fuck what's funny is that they all seem like they was all good in the hood with it of course they was good in the hood with it because that's exactly what they had but me thinking as a whole adult going through this shit I'm like yo listen listen this is a lot for a day one you you doing a lot in these 20 minutes sir like you telling me all these rules and regulations and all this other shit listen I'm 16 you expect me to be a teenager to keep all these secrets dog I'm like listen here floating head why am I out there in the big robots and you in the tube what's up and also why am I obligated to follow said rules anyway bro yeah, this, this you is gave like- me these powers before I said yes or no <laughs> Like, this is like adult problems. This is definitely your problem on top of this. Hold on. Like, you just gave this to me. Like, I, I, hey, if you're not about to take it, take it back, even if I say yes or no, then what's to stop me from not following these rules. Pretty much. So that's just adult. We can't be was all on board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we was gung-ho. But it's like, it's like, you need me. So you giving me these rules ain't about to help nothing. Me, the first question I would ask is, homie, why are you in a tube? Oh, yeah. That would have been my multiple questions the whole time. I mean, we got a whole robot here and you, you, your head in the tube. And obviously, if you're asking me all these questions, I need to know about you. What's, what's, what's going yeah. on, dog? I'm like, oh, what's going on with you? I'm like, you, you said you stuck in the time walk. Who put you in the time walk? Rita, yeah, Rita, yeah. The, the, the same lady that you want me to go fight? This lady that put Facts. you in the time too? Hold up. Facts, hold on. You had, you had <laughs> one so arm, you beat her? all your legs. Like, what, what's going on? She did that shit to you. I can't imagine what she going to do to me. Yeah, I'm like, you this magical wizard, but yeah, she put you in this tube, and now you want me to go fight her? And I'm a hold teenager up. using some of your powers? Like, what's 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 going on? Why why you bugging, Zordon? Why you bugging? Like, you ain't making a conviction off here right now, buddy. Facts. You, I mean, he's saying shit so fast and throwing shit at these kids, and once they in it, it's like, it's like the putties have already seen your face, so it's kind of too late for you to back out of this. Yeah, that's true. They know who we are now. Yeah, they, they know who you are, where you at. Like, even if you said no and never come back again, Rita never gonna trust that you not talking this one on ever again. She gonna have to kill you for good measure eventually. You gotta take the coins. <laughs> yeah, so at that point, I, I think that's that was Zordon's bargaining chip. Now that he have tracked them in a no-win scenario and Rita got the, the, the call that, that there's some new people on the horizon. Once you left Zordon's uh, uh, place, you was going to join regardless. That's how that's how uh, Zordon knew that he had a win-win scenario because regardless, you're going to have to do this or your whole family's in danger. Yeah, you would like, no yeah, what, yeah, you cheated them over. Yeah, no matter what, you was going to be in danger of whatever was to come to you or your family, whether you had powers or not. If he took powers away from you, Rita know that you had some contact with her enemy. So she's going to come after you and your family eventually. So yep. it's whether it's whether you decide you want to have uh you want to have a defense against this, a group against this or not. Exactly. At that point, you had no choice. Yeah, Zordon, Zordon straight the mafia because Zordon was like, real talk, you're gonna say yes eventually, or your family gonna die, or you gonna die, or something gonna happen, and you gonna come back rolling. So big head always wins. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so yeah. episode one set the stage. For, oh for, yeah, for, yeah, set the stage definitely. for Zordon. On. Yep. His free so labor. We, we got that. We got that set up. So we got Zordon. We got the peoples all together. So it's, 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 but overall, definitely, for, if we call in a, a good first episode with a lot of weird things happening in true Power Ranger fashion, I definitely enjoyed that first episode and all that came to be 
with the Megazord and the Ranger transformation, the explanations that went two to five in like three seconds, uh, the characterization. I mean, to be honest, kudos to them fitting that shit all in 20 minutes because everything moved kind of fast. But I mean, damn, they really got a lot of points across. Yeah, for what it was and, and everything that they explained or didn't mm-hmm. explain. Yeah, it was a good it was a good it was a good pilot. Yeah, it was definitely a good pilot and a start point And you got everything that you needed. You you definitely still have a couple of questions about a, a bunch of things going on. But you get a rare concept of the entire show and everything breakdown that everything that they're going to tell you in the opening or everything they mm-hmm. sing to you. And just in general, you kind of you're ready for the world that you're invested in. Yep, they gave you a high level overview, basically. And then they, they tease some stuff and they explain as they go forward. Yep. But for a first episode, kudos. They, they, leave you, they definitely leave you on the bait uh, getting ready for more as they come. And it's like uh, Rita dangling this whole opportunity in front of your face. So you know you eventually got to set up for Rita. And then Goldar ran away. So you know they got to have a rematch. So there's plenty of stuff to still come. Indeed, indeed. Yep, yep. So, so at this one, so so for episode one, who would you slot as the leader? Uh ideally, I mean, I mean, naturally, right off the bat, it's still Jason in my head because Jason was doing uh his maneuvers and, and whatnot. I mean, Zach is definitely second in command on when it came to reason and whatnot. Uh, but definitely, definitely Jason is still Jason is still uh it's honestly it's a battle between Jason and Zach at the very beginning because Zach is the um is the person who is not completely with it, but he shows his his leadership and command and telling the guys that they got to go and leave when Jason is still considering stuff for his own personal ability. Like when he considered all of Zordon's um, uh, planning for the for the young teens, he was considering that on a selfish note for himself. Everybody else wanted to leave, and they kind of agreed with Zach that like we shouldn't really fuck with this anymore, or this guy just snatched us up out of nowhere and he told us to do these things. So we got to go. But then you got Jason on the back that says, you know what? I'm interested in this. And maybe you guys should follow what I say. So Jason that goes into Jason and his little redemption story. Like I said, he's out, yeah. to, he's out to prove something. He's out to prove something. Oh, yeah. He's definitely out to prove something. That's probably that's probably why they they ultimately decided on him being the Red Ranger and him completing this like the way he did. For me, just play, playing with this episode a little bit, Trini is low-key the general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she She's definitely the glue that she, she definitely the glue and in the middle of the whole things together and you got Kimberly's little uh little sideness that comes out like how she talked about um how she was getting helmet hair and how she she, she was playing off like she didn't want to join the crew but but she was just playing yep at the end <laughs> yep yep she had to get that little snide in because she's the she's the top popular girl yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep. And Billy, Billy feel like he found his. Billy feel like he found his footing somewhere with his friends and family. Yeah, Billy's like, okay, I gotta, I got friends now. I got a squad. Yep. Like, yep. If, so, I, if I could deal with space aliens, shoot, high school should be all right. Facts. Like Bulk and Skull, who? Right. Like I ain't worried about y'all no more. <laughs> I got bigger problems. Fresh love, yeah. Fresh level of confidence in front of the face of all these demon monsters coming at your ass. Pretty much, I got, I got attacked by mutant clay, a giant gold monkey. I got shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I got uh, you an time. All right. We, we back. Yeah, we back. We lost uh, connection for a minute. They 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 saw niggas was having fun chatting on the we was down with BMP. They wasn't down with BMP, so they cut our our electricity off. So episode one. Yes, episode one. Day uh, of the dumpster. Day of the, the dumpster. books. Yep. 
What's your um, what's your overall what's your overall final thoughts on it? For an intro and a beginning episode, I, I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed I, it. It didn't take itself too seriously. Oh no, they 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 definitely gave you the the sense of what how this show is gonna go, how campy things is gonna be, uh, how things is gonna get wacky and stuff in general. And kudos to everything that was involved. It left me with questions and made me want to watch episode number two. Exactly. So wow, yeah, this is our first section. Yeah, our first. Wow. Our first. Uh, this is us uh, breaking down with uh, with BMP. So we have that. Um. Uh. Next. Next chat that we can do, uh, we can we can we can do our uh, shot of Kurosake. So we could take uh, an attack on um, on anime, or we could do Comfy Couch, which we could. I feel take. the need. I feel the need for a big blade. A big blade. Okay. All right. That that's uh, that sounds familiar. All right. So what? So uh, tell black our kimono. Oh, black black kimono. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, so it sounds like we about to take it on the uh, on the fixture pool side, on the on the <laughs> what some people say, bleach side of things. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Right. So uh, next episode will be on bleach. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna hit that from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Let's start from the beginning because just like the Rangers, there's some questions. Oh, yeah, definitely. When you, so, when you get right. into the jump in the very beginning of Bleak. Yes. So, all right. So, we'll be done with that next time on a shot of Kurosake, our next segment. We will definitely be discussing episode one on Bleach. Yes. All right. All right. So we have our next concept and our next uh, next iteration of when we're going to record and we're going to break that down as if. So uh, just shout outs to everybody and shout outs to us working hard out here and everybody uh, staying safe during the Rona and all their time together and just making the best out of all the opportunities. We enjoying this conversation that we have and all the time together because we just we just recording the fun jokes that we always like to have during our watch sessions and everything that be coming along with us. So on this point, I'm going to just say Nick is ready to be out. Yes, like you said, like you said, just trying to bring the bright light in the hot mess that is 2020. Facts. We trying to make it the best out here. And this is, it's been a long time coming on us working together with this. Yep. And as we do things, they just come together. Yeah, so, facts. So we just, we're going to continue to finesse, bro. Yep. So the first one is in the books. Yep. This is one of books. many. Yep. Everyone who has listened or will listen, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. Mo is out. Yep, Until yep, next time. Yep. yep. On, on, for now, it's called The Blurred's uh, Perspective, but we'll be working on the name. It's a work in progress, y'all. Yeah, work in progress. All right, bro. Peace. Later.